Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come in. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would have me behind the cross, that you would give me access and ability to minister third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. God, I pray that you would totally follow the grounds of the hearts and the minds of the people, that the people, God, may be receptive and receive what you are speaking in this hour. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, that you would do all of these things now. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be the mixed multitude in the, in the church today. The mixed multitude in the church today. In today's church, there is a mixed multitude. We're going to be talking in the book of Exodus 12 and 38, and I'm going to be in Numbers 11 and 4. But I'm going to go to Mark 5, 1 through 17, and I'm going to be in 2 Thessalonians 2, 10 through 12. And Jeremiah 1 and 10. But I want to talk about this mixed multitude that's in the church. It says you have all these people, different types of cultures and different types of philosophy, races, social class. They're all in the church today. When you go back to when Jesus Christ was first gathering up the disciples, they came from different parts of the region. But yet they had one purpose when the way it was getting from the mouth of Jesus Christ. They had one purpose, and that one purpose was to do the will of God. But in this latter-day church now, there's a mixed multitude like the ones that came up out of Egypt. It's in the church, and therefore they have pausing what is God's original plan is. But they think they're doing God a service, but they're not. There's a mixed multitude in today's church. They're bringing all of these different type of ideas and philosophies, the doctrine of men. And I looked up the word philosophy. It says the study of the, it says fundamental nature of knowledge, reality. And it says especially when considered as an academic development. They're bringing these cultures and these teachings of the doctrine of men and what it is happening now. They got all of this philosophy and their theologicalness in the church of God. And they have diluted the word of God. So that's why the people do not have no power. They can't cast out a demon and their pastors are running from the church. They're not running to the church, but yet they're taking your money. They're taking your offering, but yet you're not getting fed the true word of God. There is a mixed multitude in the church. And God is going to deal with it. And he's going to deal with it his way. And he's not telling man everything that he's doing. The prophet only sees in part. Hears in part. But when God comes in, the fullness will be revealed. That's why they're still trying to figure out the Bible. And except you have the Holy Ghost and you're really in the voice and in the ears of God, you're not going to be able to hear what God is speaking in this hour. And we want to know why. There's no power in this latter-day church. You want to know why they have closed down the churches for a whole year and don't have no power. And now the people have gotten into a spirit of complacency. They rather hear it on the internet. They rather hear it on YouTube. They rather hear it on Facebook. They hear it all of these things, but they don't understand that there's a spirit that's in the internet and it's fighting against the word and the spirit of Christ in this hour. There's a mixed multitude in the church. And I looked up the word doctrine. It says a belief or a set of belief. It says held as taught by a church. 
political party or other group. There's a creed, it's a dogma, it's a belief. And you got to understand something. You have all of these people that's gathered in the church. Now the church of today, of the church of the living God, is full of all types of people now. It ain't just the Jews and the, the, Jews and the Hebrews. It's the Gentiles. And the Gentiles, which are the spiritual Jews, have brought all of their doctrines and philosophy in the church. But yet, there was no deliverance. And if you're not delivered, you will bring and continue to carry all of these things with you. Deliverance is important. If you don't think the disciples went through a deliverance process, yes, they, they, God taught them the word, but yet there was a deliverance. God had to deliver them for what? The world, their doctrine, or what they believed. You, in order for you to hear what God is saying, you're going to have to be delivered from yourself, delivered from the things of the world in which you have been taught. There's a false doctrine in the church, and it's right here amongst us even in now in this hour. Why is the pastors are not opening the church? Why if there was no faith? Why there was no preaching the word of God? There's a mixed multitude, and it had influence the same way it had out there in the, in the Egypt, in the wilderness. They had an influence, and you don't understand that pastor's voice is full of influence. I want to tell you something. You can go to Mark 5, 1 through 17. Let me tell you something. When God cast out the demon in Edovan Gadarene, the one of the things about it, when God cast the demons out of a man that they could not even control. But when you go down to verse 17, I'm not going to read it, but I'm, I'm not going to read all of it, but I want to tell you something. After Jesus cast out the demon, something happened. It says, then they begged to plead with him to depart from this region. Why would they be happy for somebody that's bringing the good news, that's bringing a deliverance? They were more concerned about their livestock than somebody being set free and delivered by the power of God. You need to understand something. The pastors are more concerned about their livestock, their well-being, than your deliverance and your healing. So they're begging the pastors. They're pleading with him, do not set us free. And the pastors have no power, and therefore they have backed up from deliverance. And when the Bible tells you, like priests, like sheep, and the sheep has overtaken the pastors. And what is happening is now, you say, why is that? Because the pastors were concerned about bringing people in and the money. They were not concerned about deliverance. And so therefore, the demons have overtaken the fivefold ministry. And therefore, they don't understand why they don't have the power of preaching up under the anointing of Jesus Christ. And they have moved away from the original teachings of Jesus Christ. It is not in today's church. People are preaching all type of philosophy. That's why they're telling you to stay in your sins and feel good about it. But yet you're going home and that nigga beating you upside your head and still cheating and lying to you. And then you may want to know why his wife is out there homeworking. The pastor got the same spirit. He cheating on his wife. That's why your husband can go home and do the same thing to you. You need to see what's going on. There's a mixed multitude, huh? You pay your tithes and your offering, but yet there's no fruit. 
and we see these things. But yet, we just overlook them. And we're leaving people up to, the, to come up with their own solutions. That's why we live in an hour of trans uh, humanism where they're looking for up to te theology. I mean, excuse me, they're looking up for technology. They're looking for all of these things to come and solve their problems. And you want to know why the end time, the lowest one is going to come, the devil, Satan himself, the Antichrist, is going to come in. The, so the season and the soil is right in the church because the vineyard has not been maintained. Huh? And you don't understand what is going on. That's why Satan is going to come in in the end time and take a whole lot of people to hell. I'm talking about in the church. I'm not worried about Beyonce. I'm not worried about JC. I'm not worried about JLo. I'm preaching to the church. There's a mixed multitude in the church because we have not got delivered from our mamas and our daddies' demons. And we want to know why our names are still on evil altars. And witchcraft is in the land. Why are you going through the same thing that your mama went through? Why are you going through the same thing that your dad is going through? Sit down and follow your bloodline. There's a mixed multitude. The same persecution your mom went through is the same persecution you're going through. They have allowed these things to come in. They have not allowed us to be set free and delivered because set free and delivered takes time. They were worried about you getting you in and out. They were processing you just like some bread bread. You don't understand they were getting you in and out, packaging you and leaving you up to your own demise. But yet they never sat down and talked to you. And you want to know why the leaven is out of the bread and why the taste has lost its sever because we are not in the face of God like we should be. We have not been taught to sit down and fast and pray. They're not telling you to fast and pray. They're telling you to get on Facebook. They're telling you to get on Twitter. They're telling you to get on all these entities, but yet to keep your mind captivated with the things of the world. There's a mixed multitude in the church. And they have all of these things that's going on. And they act like it's no solution. But what happens when you have turned your face from God? I'm going to read you something. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10. It says, in all the ways, it says that wickedness deceived those who are perishing. I looked up the word perishing that says suffer death, typically in a violent it says seldom or untimely way. You want to know why we're suffering, why we're perishing. We're con we're getting up out of here left and right. You want to know why we're perishing. There's been so many big time people have died in COVID and more people are going to die because we're perishing because the word of God is not preached in the land and the light has gone out in the land and now more demons can be there and do all the things that they're doing because Truth is not preached in the land. That's why. They perish because they refuse to love the truth. And so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion. So that they will believe the lie. How is it that you know they lying to you? But something in your subconscious will allow you to receive that lie and start dealing with the truth. You know it, God says. You know they're telling you the lie. But because you feel like you have no strength to leave, you will stay and perish. 
of an untimely death. They're going to kill you off and go to the next person. You want to know what is happening with our children. You want to know what is happening on our jobs and why our best friend is not there for us, but they done took our mans and left. You need to understand what's going on. And you want to know why your wife's best friend can go off with her husband. You need to understand what's going on in the hour. There's a big deception going on. they rather live the lie than believe the truth. And God is leaving them up to a strong delusion in the land. The people had Jesus, brought deliverance, but they're telling them to get out. We don't want you. And that is what's happening now. They don't want deliverance. They don't want truth. And this is what's going on. And I want to say this. People leave one church because of something. Then they go to another church and they bring everything from the last church with them and it says and they were mad about everything that was happening at the last church what is happening is now before we went to covid there was a lot of church hopping now so they were running here and running there and yet they ran over here and then they complain about what they left over there but yet when they get over here they complain and they compare me to what happened over there there's a strong delusion in the land People don't know what they want. Why are you following the minds of man? Man will never be satisfied. Man will never be happy. But it's shop you do what God has called you to do. That's the only satisfaction. You need to see what's going on. And the world is so busy. The people of God are so busy trying to please somebody. You better be in the word of God and do the Ten Commandments. Because if you don't follow the Ten Commandments, you're going to spend your whole life, your money, or your house and your land, your body, your mind, your soul to be into a personal thing or some political influence in your life. They thought Donald Trump was going to bail them out. They thought they black Jesus was going to bail them out. And now you got another fool that can't even hear and see. He thought he was supposed to bail you out. But yet they give you all that you want, but yet you're still not satisfied. You need to see what's going on. People wishy-washy. They're funny. Why? Because they, they, they are, something is going on psychologically that they don't even understand. Huh? And you sitting there trying to be their friend huh? instead of cutting them off huh? and seeing what else God is having you. A lot of times our blessing is held up because we're connected to the wrong person. And that person will eat up our blessing. But yet we're mad at God because God is not moving and prevailing our lives like we want. God says, stand still, look around, and see what's there. But we don't want to do that. You'd rather keep Jody there. You'd rather keep little Ray Ray there. You'd rather keep Mary Jane there. But Mary Jane is stabbing you in the back that slept with your man 25 times and eating at your dinner table. You need to wake up and see what's going on. There's a mixed multitude. This is happening in the church of God. And you want to know why God has sent COVID in the land to tear it down. My people had no power, huh? but they were operating on my blessing, huh? my mercy. He said, now nah, I pulled myself back. Huh? I had to expose some things. Huh? I had to shut some things down. Huh? I had to pull people aside. Huh? That's why people that's really in tune to God huh? are really having an ear to hear the next thing that God is going to do on the earth. Wish the 
the church is not prepared for. But the world is going to party to the noonday. You need to see what's going on. You need to see. There's no true prophet in the land. Jeremiah 1 and 10 tells you. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdom. That means over all of my establishment in the earth, which is the church. Why would God set himself over Babylon? He wasn't. He respected where he was. He said, pay Caesar what is due Caesar. God was establishing his kingdom on the earth. His people. John the Baptist was the forerunner that is everything and broke the establishment of baptized repent in the name of Jesus. Then Jesus Christ comes on the, on the scene and says your sins are forgiven. Healing and breaking miracles. John the Baptist didn't do that. He dealt with your sins first and Jesus Christ dealt with your soul for eternity. You need to see what's going on. He says to root out and to pull down. That sounds like deliverance. Let me tell you the truth what God is saying. You're going to leave the church and never come back. But yeah, you're going to go over there and what you're not happy with. There's no deliverance. There's no fruit. The pastor's the warlock. And the wife is working in witchcraft. But you love it because you're under their spell. The demons in your house then got worse. And you don't understand it because you're in a nice, lush place. The chandeliers are just beautiful. The magnificence of the building. When the disciples went to Jesus, they were showing Jesus all of these beautiful buildings. They said it was one temple that they took Jesus to, and it was so beautiful. I read the history. They said when the light shone, it looked like diamonds and gold that was there. And Jesus told them, you ain't trying to impress me. He said one day there were these, not one stone would be left unturned. You need to see what's going on. The next revival is in the street. The house is full of Dagon. You need to see what's going on. Y'all thinking the next revival is going to be in the church. But God told me that he was pulling people out of the Jordan. He's going to wash them and clean them because that when he looks in his house, he cannot find no one. No one that's doing the will of the Father. And if you are doing the will of the Father, I talk to every pastor. You're going to be persecuted in your house, on the job, in the church, amongst the wives that you labor with. You need to see what's going on. This greatest Bible is going to be greater than Azusa. He says, and to destroy. Jeremiah 1 and 10. And to throw down, to build, and to plant. We have not done that the fivefold ministry. That's why God is judging it. God is coming after his own. Y'all thinking he's going to get Beyonce and, and Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Eminem, Hulanil. He don't care about them. 
The ones that took sweet counsel with me is the ones that's backstabbing me, that's betraying me. It's at the table. And God knew this. There's a mixed multitude in the church. I want to read you something that I got from Wikipedia, a Googleization. And it says right here, what are the mixed multitude in the church? I thought this was very interesting. It says the mixed multitudes are in the church today to cause commotion and confusion. These involve pastors, pastors' wives, workers, and members as well. This is Googleization saying about us. This is what they're saying about us. I told you the world laughs at us. They laugh at us. They make jokes about the church. What you think Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey getting $10 more thousand dollars for persecuting the church? The devil gonna bless his own. But we, the house of God, we persecute one another. They laugh about us, but we persecute each other. That's why we can hurt each other different than what the world can. I want you to see what's going on. Let's go to um, Exodus, the 12th chapter. I want to talk to you about the mixed multitude. I want you to go there with me. Exodus 12 and 38. Before I read that, it says, what is the Hebrew word for mixed multitude? It says, was a group that in, it says, included Egyptians and others who had joined the tribes of, of Israel on the Exodus. They were accompanied by Moses as an integral part of the people. That means they were entwined with the people. So they have left Egypt. Moses has defeated all of the gods of Egypt. So what is happening is now these things are coming. They have left. Now they're in the wilderness. Now we're going to see what is going on because if you stay around something long enough, the truth is going to come out. So their personalities are starting to come out. They come in, they join, they happy. Oh, but don't pass it. Don't deal with their problems. Don't deal with their nasty ways. I want you to look away. No, you're not supposed to see that. But you're a snake running around the church. I've got to cut your head off. Jeremiah told me that. That's the word. But yet you let all of this stuff in your house. If a man and a woman cannot control their house, they cannot be obedient to God. And I want to tell you this. There's a mixed multitude in the church. Let's go here. I'm going to go to verse 37. It says, then the children of Israel, it says, journeyed from Ramses to Suscot, about 600,000 men on foot, 
It says, besides children. This is Exodus 12 and 37. I'm finna read 38. It says, a mixed multitude went up with them. Also, and flock and herds, a great deal of livestock. And I want to deal with that. About the mixed multitude. Then I'm going to Numbers 11 and 4. This mixed multitude. See, you got to understand something about a person that's full of game. They're going to go to the best thing that's leaving. They saw Egypt going down. So they got on the next thing that was moving. You got to understand Satan is always going to move where the energy and the fire and the power of God is moving. You got to understand something. When God sacked Egypt, there was nothing there. Their livestock, their cities, their vegetation, all of that was gone. Some of these mixed multitudes were people that intermarried with the Egyptians. Along with some other sect of people. So there was a bunch of people, just like in the church, there's a bunch of people in the church. And you want to know, well, pastor, what do you mean by that? Because you come to the church, you bring in what your grandmama and them did back in the day with you. People from India, they ain't got delivered from Buddha, so they bringing Buddha in the pocketbook with them. Then you got the Chinese, they bringing their gods. Then you got the Hispanics bringing this. You got the black culture bringing this. Then you got the white people bringing this. You got the French, the Indian, the Chinese. You got all of these people in the body of Christ now. And they're bringing all of their philosophies and their doctrine. But you got to get delivered from what your grandmama and daddy told you because God is not moving in that way. They only move that way because that's all that they know. But you got to move into what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And if you're not moving towards what the spirit of the Lord is saying, you're not going to understand what God is doing in this hour. And you're going to persecute the very thing that God is doing in this hour because you don't understand because you're not being led by the spirit. You're being led by the doctrine or philosophy of somebody else or some book that you read that they done made millions off of but yet left your soul huh, depleted, huh, left your soul raped huh, and put all kind of crazy stuff in you and you don't understand why the church is not according, going according to what's in somebody's book. It does not work that way. The way it works here is different than T.D. Jakes. The way it works here is different than Courtney McBell. The way it works here is different than Bishop Green. But yeah, you read their books and you're looking for that same move. But you got to understand something. By the time they wrote it and by the time it's been published, that's an old move of God. And you're trying to catch up and see what God is saying. It's the church in this hour is not going to have time to play catch up. It's not going to have time. When the devil's in your house, by the time you know he's there, he done tore up everything and reestablished what he want in his kingdom in your house. And you paying the rent and the mortgage. You got to see what's going on. You got to be careful who you intertwine with. If you're trying to get set free and delivered, you cannot operate in the old way. 
Everybody needs somebody to lead them out. But if their life is not living according to God, please do not. I'm going to tell you something how I tell people this in ROWM. Six months will tell you if they have not progressed the change in the last six months, well, please do not follow them. That shows you something. People are showing you who they are, but yet you are captivated by what? Their looks and appearance. The people wanted a king. Saul was a good-looking man. He was full of witchcraft. He stepped away from God. See, looks will kill you. Because I can look a certain way, but carrying a whole other entity inside of me. How do you think the Antichrist is going to deceive the people? I told you this man is going to float on air. When he talks, it's going to be an influence in your mind. You'll be like, wait a minute, this man is just, he just glided into my life. You know you'd have been there. The shoes, the suit, they're like, when this man came up, he was so smooth talking. Why do you think, I'm telling you, the Antichrist is going to be something. He's going to be something to admire. He's going to be something to bow down and worship. He's going to give you everything that you want, but it's going to keep you in bondage. Don't that sound like a man? Don't that sound like a woman? And this is what is going to happen. The spirit of deception and influence is strong. Do you know what tribe you with? Some of us don't even understand. That you from the tribe of David. Some of your Levites, you've been set apart. You don't even know that because you're over here in Dan. Dan got in trouble. You got to know who you are in the tribe. The blood lineage in which you were bought from. No longer my mama's sins are on me. But my sins have been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I'm no longer held accountable for the things of my past. But Satan is always going to bring up something you've done yesterday. And you need to see this. Let's go to Numbers 11 chapter verse 4. Numbers. Now the mixed multitude who were among them. It says, yielded to intense cravings. They yielded to intense cravings. How could they do that if it wasn't already in them? You got to understand something. Their environment, their tribe of Egypt, they developed a certain appetite. That's why if you're not delivered from coming out into the world, church is boring. That's why you're on your phone. That's why you're floating your mind around because you're thinking about what they're doing now on MTV because your spirit is used to that type of craving. That's why you need deliverance. So those things can be broken off of you. So they are out here in the wilderness and they are used to things. 
So the children of Israel also wept again and said, who will give us meat to eat? We remember the flesh, the fish which we ate freely in Egypt. The cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and the garlic. Isn't it something like Satan? He always makes sin look good. Pharaoh was a hard taskmaster. He was not good. That cost him something. But God said, freely you receive, freely you give. The price that God gave us, he didn't bear those taxpayers' monies on us. Egypt and Babylon, the world system, is always going to demand money or something from you. But God said, I do this freely. No, no demands. There's no stipulation. Just come as you are. You ain't got to do nothing. I take you as you are. All you got to do is just submit to my will, what my word is saying. You want to know who God is? Read his word. And I want to talk about the influence. It says the mixed multitude brought a great influence with, um, with them that affected the children of Israel. I want to talk about this influence that's happening in the world now. How do they influence you? The TV, the internet. You need to be careful now. Everybody's saying they're going to give you 5G. You need to watch that. That's going to bring more uh, energy that's going to bring more cancer. That's going to bring all of that stuff. The high power the phone is, the worse the magnetic force is going to be against our body. Satan don't give you nothing free. It comes with a price. The power for the phone, these phones are going up and up and up. Why? Because of the energy that's possessed in them. And the desires and the cravings is even more. Now you can have not just three screens up. Now you can have five, six. And they split in your mind the whole time. Somebody could talk to you, you don't even pay attention. But you know everything that is going on on your phone. The influence of the world. Those digital imprints are coming in your mind. And it's nullifying you from the things of God. Is binding you spiritually and psychologically to the word of God. That's why the word of God cannot stay rooted in the people now. Because of the digital imprints of your mind. You got to understand something. We're in a massive vacuum of the last rush of Jesus Christ coming. There's a vacuum. There's a highway coming. And you got to understand something. If you're not in that aisle, in that lane, huh, the things of the world are going to captivate you. Huh? You're going to find yourself down the island that is not of God. Huh? And you're going to try to get over on this lane. You're not going to be able to do it because the time is winding up and it's too late. the gate narrows the pathway if you find it. And it's happening now. The division and separations is happening in your mind. The digital imprint is in your mind. 
It's already there. Why? Look at the spirit that that person is bringing in your life. Look at that energy. And yet it's draining you and it keeps you weak. But God said, I got the power to make you strong. Why? You can't break free. You need deliverance. You need to be set free by the power of the living God. They are not going to be happy for you because you're out of their control. You're not under their influence. And the person that is leading you or has captivated your spirit, you do what they do. Their life is chaos. Their life is confusion. Whatever demonic doors they have, you do the same thing. And it keeps you because one thing about a relationship, I want to tell you something. You, there's always a person that's stronger in the spiritual realm in a relationship. The person that's strong in the relationship will influence the other person. That's why the average woman don't want a bookworm. Oh no, she got to have a thug. Get over here, baby. Ride in my car. Let's go down here. Talk to you any kind of way and throw some money at you. But you can't get yourself free. But God is going to open up a door. You better run for your life. Is short. There's going to be a separation. God said, I'm going to give you one more time for you to be free. He said, This time, stay free. I'll be everything. I'll be the bank account. I'll be the pill player. I'll be the lover. I'll be the healer. I'll be the doctor. I'll be everything. If you just allow me. Look at them. They, they, they are craving things that they had in Egypt. But isn't that how it is in relationship? It's bad, but seems like time we get away out of it. You be like, oh, it was so better, this and that. But you ain't thought about the tears. You didn't thought about them beating you and abusing you. You didn't think about them lying and cheating and conniving and deceiving you. Howard had two phones. One for me, one for the other woman. But the powerful influence. I looked up the word influence. The captivity to have an influence on the character, development, or behavior of someone. That's the spirit and power of influence. It has the power and the authority to change who you are. To manipulate you to do whatever they want. To change your DNA. That's why you become like them. And your mom and daddy say, you used to be like that. But ever since you got with that person, 
You didn't change. The power to change your DNA. But we don't want God. And the more you stay out there in it, the harder it is seem like to get back unless God or you got a praying mom and daddy that's pulling down the strongholds by the power of God. But if your mom and your daddy ain't got no power and strength, if it ain't for Jesus Christ coming to your rescue, you will stay there in sin and die in Egypt. And God brought them out. Luke 16 and 8 says, For the children of this world are in, it says, are in their generation wiser than the children of light. And then it's saying that the children in the world are wiser than the children of light. Why? Because they got both knowledge. How do you think Adam and Eve understood what was going on? They had the knowledge of good and evil. God was trying to conceal them from things. But because of that is in us, because of Adam and Eve. But Jesus Christ is the only one that can purify the bloodline and make the DNA correct. We're talking about the mixed multitude that's in the church. I'm talking about the mixed multitude that's on your job. The mixed multitude that's in your home. They're always going to bring chaos and confusion. And I want you to see this and understand this. I want to read you this and I'm going to close it out. It says, a mixed multitude went up also with them. And it says, Israel, some may have been Egyptians impressed by the recent miracles. Some farmers had to um, servitude. That means some people, they had to go because they were servitude. They had been like slaves or maids or something. Like the Israelites and glad to escape from their masters. I want to tell you something. When God allowed them to escape, the people that had power over the people were delivered and set free because they were in the presence and the miracle presence of God. They were able to break free. You got to understand this because you were in the place that God wants you to be. Even though it's been a place of hardship and obscurity. Because when God dropped that miracle down there in Egypt and set the people free, other people from other races were also able to set free and get delivered. But yet, they couldn't escape what was in them. They escaped outside of a um, of cave or outside prison, but they did not escape the inward man. And I want you to see this. Because why did the strong cravings come? It comes from my first. When your belly is hungry, it comes from inside. And it triggers something in your brain. It's just not enough to be delivered from the outside. But you need deliverance from the inside. And that's why God is delivering the church from the inside out. For years it's been outside in. God is really finna deal with the inner man. And I'm going to tell you something. He's finna make the church so uncomfortable. That they're going to cry out. 
Because just like the Jews rejected him, they're going to cry. They went through so much persecution. The Gentiles have done the same thing. The times are going to get so bad out here now that they're going to crowd and run to Jesus Christ. And you need to see and understand what is going on now, why God is making things a certain way now. And you got to get your mind together which side you want to be on. You got to make some decisions. The church has to make some decisions. And the thing about us, we don't like to make decisions. The mixed multitude is in the church today. I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.